But there's no point to Parker's keeping it going, since for his purpose, he's had enough of a picture of Stephen's need for power and authority. I see what you mean. Say, Jack, getting back to Tableau, what did you think about the salary we were paying you here? Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the House of Pride show live from uh, San Francisco, California, United States of America. Wow, what a great show we have for you today, folks. This is your host, Tweaker Turner. I'm so delighted to have some of the hottest celebrities on the show today, starting uh, at uh, 6.30. We are going to be calling Atlanta, Georgia. We're going to be talking to uh, the iconic singer, Kim Sims, whose voice is behind on beyond behind hits such as uh turn it up and we want to talk to her because we're going to be turning it up Mm -hmm. that's right she has new music coming out we want to hear all about it we're going to be talking to her her producers then we're going to be talking to tony moran new york city tony moran he is behind the number one song in the country on billboard club chart I'm in love with you. I'm so in love with you. Featuring Jason Walker, we're going to be speaking with Jason Walker as well. So it's Tony Moran, Jason Walker, Kim Sims, and our local co-host, Raza Vitaliala, and Poon Draker. Folks, don't go anywhere. It is the House of Pride show, coming right ya, live from San Francisco. You're listening to the House of Pride show from San Francisco with your host, Tweeka Turner.
Ladies and gentlemen, let's warm it up now with some Kim Sims music, some of your favorite hits from Kim Sims. Yes, indeed, including this one. Turn it up. Her most recent Billboard club hit, peaking at an amazing number six on the Billboard club. Fuck, enjoy this. Not fucks, folks. Enjoy this. Turn it up. to the House of Pride show. We are deep in the Kim Sims mix as we prep for her one-on-one live with Tweaky Turner in just a few minutes. Folks, don't go anywhere. Put your dancing shoes on. Yeah. 
Hello, hello, Kim Sims, can you hear me? It's Twika. Hey, Twika, I sure can hear you. <laughs> Welcome back. You're one of our favorite guests here on the House of Pride show. Uh, How are you doing? Yeah. I'm doing great, doing great. Just sitting back chilling waiting to talk to you <laughs> well thank you for being available we're just going through a kim sims mix uh listening to deep in the city uh, and turn okay. it up turn it up your your two most recent hits out there on in Clubland. um good yeah. memories for you good times working with those producers and releasing new material oh, oh yeah great times great times i had some of the most wonderful people um well, you know, starting with Thomas being the writer, and then of course you and all of the remixers, and um, you know LP Vardis who put it all together and and financed it, and Jose Guzman Colon who did the photos, and LP took care of that, and the Mark Jocks who did the makeup. So when I think of all of those people that just came into my life just suddenly and um, just turned me up real good, so I, I have nothing but love and and only great thoughts of them and i pray that their lives will continue to thrive it you know it all came together it was a, a definitely a we are family on that event um it had been some time uh, about how long had 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 you been out of the kind of club land oh it's, it had been a while too i mean i was dropping songs but you know they were just dropping <laughs> so i'd say the last time i probably you know a couple of years ago i was doing some stuff with um Patrick Galnell for Stoli. It started to all start to happen then, but before then, I was just, I was out of Clubland. And I wasn't really putting anything out that I, that to me, that was quality. And um, so then, you know, to have the opportunity of you coming and, and Leo and, oh God, Paul Goodyear and all the guys that I, I'm not mentioning, they know I love them. Um, uh, bougie and, you know, just to have all the, all of you all. Come and, and make it pretty, and Scott Featherstone, you know, from overseas, so mm -hmm. he gave me that overseas vibe. So it's it's been a it's been a great a great ride. It really has. Yes, uh, and again, just to reiterate, uh, you scored, you hit number six on the Billboard Club chart, so you have continued yep. your club diva reign, starting uh, yes. way back in, uh, when did your career take off? Can you just give us a little recap of, of that? Yeah, I, well, I started off singing jingles, so that's when my career took off, because it was giving me, it was paying me money, oh, and good. I had songs on all kinds <laughs> of national spots, you know? Mm -hmm. So... Then after that, I recorded, and um, the record label, uh, I guess the song got noticed by a, uh, uh, you know, a major label, and then the major label picked me up, and that was on, um, ooh, I can't even think of the name of the record label now, uh, East West. East, East West, West and Atlantic, yeah. East West Atlantic Records. And... Um, rest is history too blind to see it was born and and it went and did its thing for sure it did its thing here uh, in the states a top 40 uh yes. crossover on the pop chart hot hundred congratulations yes. and it Thank you. really scored even bigger um overseas in the uk and all in that whole region yes. 
Um, yeah. You know, that song still resonates to, to this day, according to Phil B., our friend Bill, Phil B., uh, remixer, DJ. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Big time over there. So, um, yeah. and in fact, Scott Featherstone is from the UK, yeah. and um, his yeah. production team and, and all of those folks are really behind getting you all, getting you... Um, up and going over in UK Clubland and releasing some material yeah. over there. Um, that's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. I can't wait it to is. hear. Mm-hmm. It is. And it, I, see, I found out. I I found out where I belong. See, I was so busy trying to get the U.S. to pay attention to me, but my, you know, my my uh, what do I want to call it? My main base, the people that tend to um, listen to me or want to hear what what's coming out are overseas. So I said, well, you know, this time around, I'll just focus on going over there and dealing with people that know about what's going on over there. I mean, you think about some of the singers, Angie Brown, Kim Mazzell, um, who else? Oh, God, I can't even think right now. Um, Lonnie Gordon. Um, there's one more. Oh, I'll think of it. Oh, Rosala. All of those singers, but, you know, they're all over seas and they get they get the love they get all the gigs you know they because the people love them over there mm-hmm. so this past this last month i was able to do a mini tour and i i really i got over there and found out that they were still loving me tell us a little bit about your mini tour uh where what uh, venues and and what cities did you visit okay so i was in um uh london and i was in leeds and I was in um, Glasgow, Glasgow and Edinburgh, Scotland. So um, I did the uh, I did London. That was my second date. I think Leeds was my first date, and that was with um, Kasha Laura Love. And it was a real cute little uh, cute little spot. And so I did um did my gig there, and then moved on to um, to London. And I did the London Eagle, and that was awesome. Julian Cliff and everybody, Mario, everyone, they just were so lovely. That one went off really great. And then I moved on to Edinburgh, where I just spent the night. And the next night, I was going to be in Glasgow, and that would be the big uh, opening for Sister Sledge and Enjoy and Kim Mazelle, um, uh, some other folks, and I'm sorry, I, I can't remember. But <laughs> anyway, that and I don't be you know I'm a little sleepy but um so yeah I, and there were a lot of DJs and all that so we had a really massive crowd um I think the, the last count that I heard was about 5500 and um it was it was jam packed and when I tell you they hear the song you know they heard my other songs and they're like yeah they knew them because they you know take my advice and mm-hmm. um turn it up those songs yeah. and turn it up and, but no, but you know, they they're waiting for for too blind to see it. They're waiting for it, you know. So uh, uh, as soon as that as soon as that piano or what is it? Yeah, I think it's the piano, and then a, that tick, 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 whatever it is. The next thing you know, <laughs> they're losing their minds, and it's too blind to see it. So yeah, that's the song that um, is actually getting me gigs now, to, but only overseas, which is fine with me, honey. Well, honey, let's honey. Uh, well hold that thought. Let's revisit the beginning of that song. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, indeed, piano. Who wrote that lick? That's really good. 
Do you recall? Blind? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's Steve Hurley. Wow. That, if ever there's an iconic, you know, intro to a song, and then especially when your voice comes in, let me tell you something, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Honey, let me tell you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it's not on any other song anywhere. It's your own slice of it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That was a great idea. We got sued for that, too, because that wasn't my voice, actually. That was, um, uh, you know that song, Let No Man Put Us Under? I think uh, so. And put us under. Yeah, well, uh, she says something like, uh, honey, let me tell you something. And so they put that in the song, in Too Blind, but I kind of talked, I, I talked over it, but you could tell it was her voice. Mm-hmm. And so when the song came out, uh, yeah, I got sued for the uh, sample. Oh, well. <laughs> so they, they, they took whatever it was that they took, you know. I Back then, I didn't pay attention to what was going on in finances and all that. And I probably should have because, I, you know, in the, at the end of the day, I got screwed. But <laughs> I think it got me to, you know, it got me to you, though. You know, I had you have to take... You have to take the hits and the bruises and the stumbles and the falls. And if you're still standing after all of that, that means that you're still valuable and others want to be out there and work with you. So now here I am some 20 years later, and um, contrary to what some people might say, um, I am relevant. Okay. Well, here's the deal. Like, you have a God-given talent, clearly. And, um, you know, once you have a gift... uh, it's a good idea to share it with all of us, and thank you for, yeah. for doing that. Uh, thank you. you. You only get to do it one time. <laughs> That's true. That's true, and I had to hear you say that, and, and Paul Goodyear and Phil B. and Thomas were saying, hey, Kim, while you have it, why don't you just uh, keep doing it? Because I was ready to retire. You know that, Tika. Yes, I've heard. But, um, I've, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm, well, I've, we're I've, glad I've, you're not, because if you had retired uh, when you first said, you wouldn't have gotten the the um the love in uh the uk and scotland that's right that's right that's right and um, um, I, I felt love i felt it for sure well here's some more love uh scott sent over a personalized message just for you are you ready oh <laughs> yeah i'm ready All right. here it goes hi this is scott for the stone uk house artist remixer and dj releasing material on jupiter label and deeper audio cuts we run nights in the northeast of England with sold-out events. Recently, we had the lovely Kim Sims over on tour in the UK. Kim came over to Rocket Fuel Audio, and she recorded two vocals for tracks I had written for her. I'm here with Des Ford, who recorded Kim's vocals, to talk a bit more about the project. We plan to do a vinyl-only release with remixes from Des Ford, Lee Pennington, Steve Thompson, The Late Night Dub Addict, and myself. Yeah, so I'm Des Ford. I've got a studio. I'm a, well, basically, I'm a recording, mixing, and mastering engineer. Scott asked me if I would record Kim on one of his new projects, and obviously, I know who Kim Sims is. She's an amazing vocalist, and meeting her, she's she's a lovely person. So, yeah, it was really good. Um, so I was recording the vocal parts for original tracks. We did two. We're working on one at the moment and remixing, as, as Scott's just said earlier. Yeah, it was really good, and I think Kim enjoyed doing it too. I think she's enjoying getting some new material out there and getting back in the studio and writing and recording her vocals. We plan to call the EP Dance Floor with the original mix and five remixes. It's going to be jazzy, deep, underground house music all the way. <laughs> Did you hear that, Kim? 
Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of uh, muffled, so I couldn't really understand everything. But what were they saying? They were saying talking about the new project, the the vinyl, and uh, oh, yeah. how, how delightful it is working with you. And um, they uh-huh. they said you had a good time too. So <laughs> being up there. I did, and they were super nice, very professional, super nice to work with. They respected my vocals, and that was one thing that I asked them to do, and they did. And, and I just heard another remix. Oh, my God, Tweeka. Hiya. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I am. They're great guys, great, great guys, you know? Now, how old were you when you started, uh, when you got in the business with the jingles? Um, I was in my early 20s doing the jingles. Yeah. Oh, nice. I, well, what um, were you doing before? Had you studied uh, music in school or? Well, in school, you know, in school we were, I was in choirs and I did take piano lessons, but I stopped because I didn't like my piano teacher. Um, but then I, I would get in a lot of different talent shows as well. Um, through school or if, I, if somebody heard of one, they'd always be like, Kim, you gotta get in this talent show. You can win. You can win. So it was kind of like that. I just, sort of um, mulled around until I, I was in a pageant, Miss Black Chicago pageant, and I came in first runner-up. And one of the uh, people that was a part of the pageant, Paul David Wilson, who is my mentor, my best friend, he's, he's really the best thing that could have ever happened to me from the music standpoint because he's the one that introduced me to jingles. He introduced me to being professional. He told me to respect my voice. Don't give, don't give my talent away. You know, mm-hmm. um, those things, the things that you have to take with you through life. And, um, I got some great spots, um, during my time doing jingles with him. And then from that, most of the people that knew me knew that I could sing. So at this one particular party, um, my friend Tony, who is Steve Hurley's wife, her daughter, I'm sorry, her sister, oh Lord, her friend Vonda was leaving town. And so Tony, I want to say Tony might have asked me if I would sing to her. I sang Inseparable. And Steve had never heard me sing, but they all knew I'd sing jingles. So he said, hey, Kim, you know, not verbatim, but, you know, why don't you try to come into the studio? So he wrote this song, and I sang it, and the rest is history. Um, I don't get any money from the song. I didn't get any artist royalties, nothing like that. But I did get a chance to see the world. And uh, Did you get paid for that? <laughs> I got paid to see the world. and But you know what I, you know what I got most of all, Tweeka? I learned a big lesson. I learned a big lesson, and I'm able to take that with me now. That, you know, mm, let's see, how can I put this? Friends, that word is, is real, you know, it, it, it resonates with me, you know. And I I have friends. I have dear, dear friends. And um, they don't always do you right. And you can't always do business with friends. So I think for me... Um, the way I'm doing it this time is I, I know I have one particular friend, Thomas Durambula, who writes my songs. He wants to be a part of what I do because he wants to see me get what it is that I want, you know, out of this. Mm-hmm. And he's not looking for anything except for to see me happy. That's my friend. Um, all the folks that I dealt with in the past from that era, um, I'm moved, I've moved on from that. And I feel more confident and you know, as you get older, you do. You just get to that point where, you know what, I'm going to just go ahead and do it this way. And you know what? Since I met you, 
and all the guys on the GM crew. I just I'm on a whole different page now, and it feels good. Yeah, and I love that you're collaborating um, over in the UK with Scott and yeah. Des. And it's as an artist, you should uh, you know um, you know dribble your ball in many courts. I mean, it's like yeah. you're because uh, the chemistry from each project would be you know unique and for the the consumer the public your fans um that's a great thing that's right yeah um it is? Yeah. keeping it fierce and so we are yeah. all looking forward to this project did did they say when it's going to drop well you know i corresponded with scott today i know he said he had finished up one of the mixes um i know they've got a couple of uh songs i think that they're they're putting out right about now but we haven't really talked about a particular drop date but you know twinkle you'll have first you know the first one (laughs) yes let's play it (laughs) definitely on house of pride radio and it's going to be on vinyl djs listening up so we know that vinyl has made a great comeback and for some folks it's never gone away um and of course it's such a a, um, amazing aesthetic to work in and so i hope it's going to be in some interesting color kim you know (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's gonna. Let me tell you, it's, it's first of all, Scott Scott Featherstone and Des Ford. When I tell you these these young men just embraced me. I got in the studio. Scott gave me a track, and I, you know, I just told him what I thought, and I was singing. And he goes, "Yeah, that's what I like." Blah blah blah. And um, they were just so professional, and they were so they're just so good at what they do. Scott uh, is is he is. I told him tonight, he is the truth. Everybody has to hear the truth, and it's Scott Featherstone, okay? Um, and he just, he, he, he uh, what's the word? He breathes, he lives house music, and you can feel it in his, in his tracks and in his production. So um, the only thing I asked them was to be true to my vocals, and they have been, and it's been, what I've been hearing has been great. Uh, I can't wait to hear it, folks. That's the song is called "Dance Floor," coming out uh, not too long from now. And, no, no. Maybe a couple, maybe a month or so. Mm-hmm. Right around the corner, folks. Stay tuned to that project between Kim Sims, Scott Featherstone, his production team, Des, and label. It's going to be super exciting and fierce. Um, hey, I, I wanted to ask you when you were talking about your jingles. Can you give us an example? What, what would you say was one of your uh, most uh, successful assignments well it was for shasta soda pop and i guess shasta was out here on the west or out there on the west coast and but um it was called i want to pop you can you can actually google you can actually google it and you'll see go to youtube and you can find it called shasta i want to pop and then i also had excuse me i also had two others for mcdonald's one was called first glasses and um the other I think it was a Coca-Cola one well you're you're really into the beverage food and beverage uh, jingles (laughs) yeah yeah double mint gum juicy fruit gum oh the OIO popping fresh dough uh, Pillsbury you know so yeah I, I Paul Wilson was the reason that I got all of those jingles and the the major spot was the solo spot that I did for Shasta and that's that one paid the bills for a nice long time. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Are they still in uh, existence? That that soda. Well, you know what? I don't think I don't think they're playing. I know may, maybe Shasta might have another one 
commercial. But you can find them on YouTube for sure. Well, here's one. Let's see if this is it. Yep, that's it. All right. That's it. Is that your voice? <laughs> I love it. Yep. That's All right. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Catchy. Yeah. That was that was that was a national spot, and that, as I said, that paid the bills for a nice long time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah. Wow. Do you still get like gigs like that coming down the pipe? You know, I had some folks overseas ask me if I was interested in doing some voiceovers and, you know, some spots. And I said, of course. So um, I'd like, I don't want to close any door. I'd like to see if any door, I'll kick a door down if you want me to. <laughs> and I, as I tell everybody, hey, Tweek, as I tell everybody, you know, if you want me to open for an envelope, honey, I'll go on stage and open for an envelope. You hear me? As long as there's some cash <laughs> in it. Um, well, you have such a commercial-sounding voice. It's, I'm not a, like um, a professionally trained musician, so I can't critique what I'm hearing. But it sounds so cl- cling and the, like like it sounds cling and like the pitch is like sounds perfect. Uh, what do Thank people? You. What do professionals say about your voice? Do you know? Um, well, you know the okay. Um, the ones that I have been dealing with lately. They, you know, all have said what you're saying that, you know, I've, I've got such a commercial voice and it sounds just as youthful and young as it did back 20 years ago. And um, I thought, you know, doing jingles caused me to, to speak really clearly and the diction and, mm-hmm. and some of my songs. So you might, you know, some people may think, see it as I don't have feelings in it, but what I'm, I'm actually trying to pronunciate the word as best <laughs> I can. I think that has a lot to do with the jingles. But, um, I've gotten I have gotten a lot of good um, good vibes from and I've, I've had a lot of people coming after me lately to just you know sing on some of their songs because they like the style of my voice. I think what I like about my voice too, Tweaker, is I don't sound like you know I, I'm not the, I'm not a heavy heavy hitter. You know I don't do a lot of uh, acrobats and I'm you know I'm not one of those gutsy you know deep down soul, but. I'm holding myself apart from all the rest. You know what I mean? And I think that might have a, that may give me an edge a little bit because I just think I have my own sound. I've had people tell me I sound like Diana Ross a little bit and um, a lighter, you know, kind of a lighter version of a, of a singer. But yeah. Um, So I'm, you know, I'm cool with it. Back in the day, I, I would imagine people felt the same way. And, um, I think for me this time around is when I was doing jingles, I mean, I'm sorry, when I was doing music back in the time of Too Blind, you know, I felt like my vocals were being sped up, so I sounded like chipmunk. <laughs> I sounded like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't, I didn't think people could really, I don't think people really knew that I could sing. And see, now as I've gotten older and I'm in control of what I do, um, if I take on a project, it's going to be something that's going to be able to, you're going to be able to hear this voice. you got to be able to hear this voice because I'm not a chipmunk. I can really sing. <laughs> so um, that's kind of that's kind of what uh, what I'm happy about, too. But Paul, I'm, I mean, uh, not Paul. Um, Scott? Scott, mm-hmm. Scott Featherstone. Yeah, Scott Featherstone. He, you know, took into consideration that, um, you know, I wanted to have a vocally... And a, a nice strong vocal, and 
you know, both he and Dez were like, wow, Tim, it's not that hard to do your song. <laughs> you know, you have a great voice. And so those kind of things make you feel good, you know, when you're in the studio. Because I get nervous, but once you get... Once you get the groove going, it works out okay. So I think you're going to be pleased with it, Tweek. I really do. I'm sure. And super excited. Once again, folks, it's called Dance Floor. Coming out in a month or so um, on Scott yep. Featherstone's uh, production label. Uh, yes. Featuring the fabulous Kim Sims, who we're speaking to now live from Atlanta. Is that right? Atlanta, Georgia? That's right. <laughs> That's right. We're um, right here in uh Right and Roswell actually, but right out of Atlanta. Now that uh, label is Scott's label, but it's going to be in conjunction with uh, Diva Down Productions as well. So I'll be a, I'll be like, I won't be the actual label, but it'll be in conjunction with that. Oh, awesome! Yeah, bring mm-hmm. it on. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Diva Down Productions is Kim's own label. You started that a year or so ago. Yeah, a year or so ago, me, me and my GM crew. Mm-hmm. And um, just, you know, w- planned on only putting songs out on, you know, my label with me. But there was no way I could pass up this opportunity with Scott because Scott is, um, he just came, he came to my, he came into my world at the right time. And I have always been about him. He just has a sound. He just knows what he's doing. And he's got the humble um, niceness. He's just got a good I got, he's got a good spirit, a good soul. And then when I went over to record, to do my shows, I went over and I recorded. I stayed with his family, and they t- took me around. They gave me a barbecue for the 4th of July. I mean, I met so many wonderful oh, nice. people because I just, yeah, I hung out with the locals, you know what I mean? So Scott's mother, I stayed with her and, and the whole family. It was just, it was fabulous. His wife, his kids. Yeah, it was did, really nice. Did you learn something new about, um, you know, like um, food in the UK or kind of like something cultural? Well, you know, Scott likes fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the last, when I was there years and years ago, you know, I, I remember going to the little food trucks and after a four or five o'clock gig, you know, in the morning, you're out there eating. And I don't think I had proper, as they would say, proper fish and chips. So when I was there this last time, Scott took me and we had proper fish and chips and they were good. So I would say they, I definitely like them. Now, I'm not a big eater, but most of the food that I found myself eating would have been um, Thai food. Found some really good Thai food over there and Italian. Um, and then of course, fish and chips. So oh, okay. no, I didn't do any, yeah, I didn't do any new new stuff. Just pretty much, just, I, I'm a pretty I'm pretty much a creature of habit. What What about beverage wise? Is there? Do you drink like some kind of ale ale there or? Well, my husband tried the ales and all of that stuff, but I have um I have been sober, alcohol free for almost seven years. So what I drink is, um, I drink a spot of tea. <laughs> <laughs> A cup of tea um, and coffee, and that, and that just sends me off the rails because, you know, it's that caffeine. Yes. But, yeah, I just drink water, coffee, water, coffee, tea, that kind of thing. And yeah, your, but my oh, husband tried it. Okay. and Oh, so great. So your husband came along with you. That's nice. Yeah. You know what happened? I was there for 10 days, and then he came over for my last eight days. So um, he got a chance to see me on stage in the UK so he could get the real feeling as I was trying to tell everybody over here, you don't understand it until you go over there and you see the difference and the love that they show you. 
And I, I, I had to ask myself, why was I, why was I so intent on trying to get love from somewhere that that was over it? You know, I should have been focusing. But you know, timing is everything, too, Tweeka. You know, yeah. so now I just decided instead of trying to beg people for gigs here when I don't have to beg them for them over there, they're actually calling me. Why not go there where it's where they're, you know, LP Vargas always said, go where you're appreciated, not just tolerated. So I, I have to keep that in mind. So that's what yeah. I'm doing. Well, you know, um, here, I think Too Blind to See It resonated a lot bigger over there just from a commercial standpoint. Yeah. Um, it, it did it crack did. the top 40 here and it was a huge yeah. billboard hit, but it, it touched a lot of people's lives. You know how it works as an yeah. artist, right? Your your art yeah. touches people and then it, it you know, they feel like yeah. they 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 love you. <laughs> or yeah, I mean, that doesn't happen to me personally, but I, I'm just projecting like from onto other artists. <laughs> no, but you know, you're right, Tweet, because they find there, there was a place in their lives at that time that that song resonated you know what I mean and they hold on to that and that's what I find that's that's what I find I found three years ago when I was in Scotland and then just in this last three weeks I I found that they haven't let go of what it was that made them uh, happy in those moments at that time of of their lives and to see all of the people that are close to my age and they're all out there and you you sit you start singing it and they know every last word and you know after you get done they want to come and they want to hug you and they want to tell you and you know i just loved it i hugged everybody and then you know i got a lot of facebook fans that came to the show so we're you know they feel connected with you that way too because i do so many live you know videos so they all kind of felt that they knew me and once we saw each other it was it was like we knew each other you know so it was good it was really fun that's so cool the way that works between artists and and uh you know putting it out putting Mm -hmm. out the music and then having people respond to it um god i've been influenced over the years time and time again by folks um singers and their music and you know um, being a dj and all not i music totally moves me so it's just an amazing Mm -hmm. thing how powerful like music is in people's lives and that one particular song happened to just somehow you know it just all came together and really nailed it on on the head and touched millions of people's lives and there it is it's still all these years 20 years later it's still like um you know making people respond i love it and they think they still say they a lot of DJs over there say they play they still play it on the radio. They still, you know, have um it's a main dance floor song. I mean they, they a lot of places won't even they can't not play it because the people are, you know, uh are asking for it. So Steve Hurley is getting paid, isn't that lovely? <laughs> hey Steve. Let's get him on the show. And then you have the uh number six billboard turn it up. So you have another feather in your cap and you've had a few oh, hits. Yeah. I, I saw your discography on Wikipedia. It's it's not yeah. just too blind to see it, it's take my advice. Uh-uh. And, yeah. Right. So uh, a little bit more. A little mm-hmm. bit more and uh now now yeah. turn it up and then hopefully this <laughs> new song Dance Floor. And um it's yeah. it's so exciting. I'm so happy to see you still um you know, thank touching us with your with your art, with your music, and um, thank you, thank no, you, thank you, thank you, know, you Kim. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I always tell you, you're grandfathered in. You know, you uh, we got to get a remix from Tweeka every time because you are you are the you are family. Well, I'm looking so, forward uh, to that. Is yeah. that going to be one of Tom's songs or or yeah, it's coming yeah, down it's the pipe. Probably be one of Tom's. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to 
some of Thomas's songs, uh, and I think you've heard a couple of the uh, the uh, um, samples that we've done. Yes, so folks. Yes, be- folks listening to us right now. Kim puts out. I mean, you should you should go to Facebook right now, folks listening to us here on House Broad Radio, and and befriend Kim on Facebook because you can stay up to date oh, on the every you know new nuanced development of her of a song selection that she's going to bring yeah. to us. So you've been yeah. posting like samples of. of uh, song ideas and they're really good so uh, which one is yeah, the one yeah. that's uh the you know on the forefront what's the name of that one I would, okay i would say um thomas and i got a track and i think i think i sent it to you i can't remember but i think you i think you heard it um it was a track from lenny fontana and we love the track and so we both put our spin on the same track and then I did, you know, mine was, mine was called Living Out Loud, and Thomas's is, is called Love Takeover. So That's what right. I want to do is, what I want to do is I want to put Love Takeover out, you know, next, and see if we can, you know, make something happen. We need to find some really good tracks to see if we can, you know, uh, maybe recreate what we what we did with uh, with Lenny. I don't know that. I'm not sure if we'll be using Lenny's track. We haven't really talked anymore uh, about it. So we might just uh, recreate something that um, will give us the feeling we need for our for our songs because Thomas wrote one and I wrote the other. So mm-hmm. hoping to put that out. But I think Love Takeover will be the next one. Fabulous. Uh, and that's, that's, that's written by Thomas Aranda. All right, Tom. Shout out to Thomas. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's in Chicago. Hey, Thomas. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. He is. He is. Um, hey, uh, do you have a webpage that folks can also follow you? Uh, you know what? I think it's, if it's not up, it'll be up by the end of next week, not this week, because I've just started getting back things back together. Um, I had some changes in um and with some people and so we're dealing we're doing different things a little bit differently so i had to pull some things down and now we're gonna um we're starting up fresh again but um i'd say by the end of next week and i think it's uh kim sims www.kimsims.com or something like that you can find it i'll, I'll yeah post just it google kim sims K-Y-M, yes. folks, not yes. K-I-M. You know that yes. by now. And K-Y-M. then, and also, <laughs> also check her out on social media, Facebook and um, Instagram, yes. probably, and uh, yes. all those good and places. You know what, Tweeka? Mm-hmm. I have like four pages, but I just want to tell your listeners, if uh, the beginning of September, September 1st, I'm actually going to pull all my pages down and only deal with the Kim Sims fan page. Okay. So um, that's on Facebook. And then on my Instagram, it's Kim underscore Sims underscore fans official. And that's um, Instagram. And I'll only be dealing with those from the fan side. So if folks could just maybe go over to those pages now and like them because uh, the Kim Sims page is going to be going down on the 1st of September. And I'd hate to lose so many wonderful followers like I have now. So I'm hoping that everybody will. But I've been posting things and Hopefully, folks will grab a hold of it, and I can get back my listeners. Yes, guys, you heard it here. Go and like her on Instagram, and uh, mm-hmm. let's get the party started over there. Um, just to reiterate quickly, Kim's dropping a new new uh, hit with. Uh, it's going to be a hit with Scott Featherstone, Des, and all those folks over there in the UK, entitled "Dance, Dance. Floor." 
Yes, ma'am. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. You're going to love it, I'm telling you. Mm. And I hope and we... I'm just say this. Mm-hmm. I think I can give you a little peek. Okay, it's dance floor, but it's an homage. You know, me and my homages. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's an homage. It's an homage to you, Tweeka. Oh. And to, to... Oh, yeah. And to all of the the DJs all over the world. It's It's... You know, it's not the homage like we did in Deep in the City. That that was more for the Chicago yes. house DJs. This one is it's just the homage to the tweakers and the bougies and the oh god the uh, any DJ all over the world. Scott Featherstone. I mean, everybody. It's, it's for the DJs. Yes, hey, giving y'all some love. All right, DJs. She's giving us love back our way. Yes, it's a mutual yes. love affair. Mm-hmm. Around yeah. the world, yes. <laughs> on right. the dance floor, right. worldwide. Coming yeah. out in just a month, yeah. the legendary Miss Kim Sims, folks, joining us Thank today on you. House of Pride Radio. We're so grateful. Thank you so much, Kim. Our love goes out to you, as always. And I. Thank you, Tweeka. And I, I have to say this. I know I talk too much. So let me just say one more thing, <laughs> Yes. Okay, okay. Um, you have just been such great supporter. You've been such a great friend. You're humble. You're kind. You are always, always, always positive. I love you. I love your energy. I love the fact that you give me a format and a platform. When nobody else is calling, Tweak and say, hey, baby, you want to come on the show? Yes, I do. You know what I mean? So I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for keeping me in the in the uh, faces of people and i want to thank you for the great remixes you've done and i want to thank you for the ones that you will be doing and i just want you to know i love you i love you too kim and uh you're you're my inspiration um it's a pleasure being able to and an honor being able to um have you yes. on the show and and to share thank your you. wisdom and your talent with us uh and it, it's all good i feel like you're part of the house of pride family and of all our listeners you're yes. part of us too so thank you guys everybody one and you Kim t- for being a part of uh, this show here in San Francisco thank you you're welcome yeah. well let's go out with your iconic hit uh, Too Blind to See It um, alright mm-hmm. alright Kim you have mm. a great evening and uh, we'll talk to you soon especially when that song drops we're gonna oh. get you back oh yeah you'll be the first tweak I promise you that okay baby alright honey bye bye soon bye 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 guys
pep, you got caught and ripped your rep. She's moving to bigger and better things like this. Then she'll wanna dish it, get dismissed. You wanna play a game, so be it. But never again will she be too blind to see it. You're listening to the House of Pride show. Just had a fabulous interview with Kim Sims. Kim Sims playing love here to House of Pride Radio live from Georgia. Up next, folks, you've been waiting for Mr. Jason Walker. He is going to be live. Uh, but first, we have a little warm up with uh, Mr. Tony Moran. They have, folks, the number one project in the country on the dance charts in the U.S. Love. I'm in love with you. Tony Moran featuring Jason Walker. Stay tuned. Tony Moran's up next.
to Leica Mobile Voicemail System. Jason, it's Tweaker Turner. Can you hear me? How are you, honey? Yes, I can. Hold on one second. All right. We're on House of Pride Radio live uh, here in San Francisco. Oh, it's live? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, live. That's why it's so late. Are you, in, are you in New York City? Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, New York. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for making time with us. And congratulations, no folks, as you all, all of you listening already know. Um, Jason and Tony have the number one song in the country on Billboard Club chart. I'm in love with you. It's a great song. Uh, can tell us about... Thank you. You're welcome. Can you tell us the story behind this song? How did it come to being? Um, this particular one um, was, uh, was written by... Um, Mike Greenlee and Ryan Shaw and Tony. I uh, I took the writer's hat off for this one and was just the vocalist. So um, they told me what was behind um, behind writing it, and they Mike especially said that it was just about being kind of bold and forward and tossing caution to the wind and just letting someone know how you feel about them. Mm-hmm. 
It's pretty. And yeah. that's it. And and you've conveyed Very that as an forward. artist. Yeah. That I mean, it when the projection of uh, the way you you um, phrase the words and what did they, did they give you kind of a carte blanche to do that? Could you develop the song the way you wanted it in the sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tony. Tony. Let me make it my own and I mean when you're in the studio with him it's, it's like a a religious experience I mean he knows exactly what he wants to hear and he knows ways to bring it out of you and I know that with a lot of electronic music um, a lot of music period uh, the artist most of the time they end up being their own producer so you can you can let go but you can never fully let go because you're always you have to wear a few different hats but when you work with tony he's like okay just go in there and be you and i'll guide you so it's always like it's always an, an awesome experience to to be in the studio with him and to get to work with him in that capacity Yes, and and you guys have been working together uh, quite a bit. Is he, is, yeah. as a producer, is, is, are you guys? Is is he the one you've worked with the most at this point? Um, at this stage, yeah, it was um, it was Junior, and um, I've done quite a bit of stuff with uh, Quentin Harris. But I think that after we put this album out, that it'll be it's practically finished. We're just tying it up. Um, I think Tony will, will be the one that I work with the most. So it's a it's a nice pairing. The chemistry must must be really working for you guys. Oh, it's 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 great. He he gets me in my 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 weird voice. He <laughs> totally understands it. So it's um it's, it's, it's always mm-hmm. it's always. It's interesting you said your weird voice. Um, of course, that's not the right adjective. But, but um, <laughs> you definitely have a unique sound, and it's it's higher up there on on the scale. I'm not a professional musician, like, but what what kind of voice do you have? Um, I have a weird one. <laughs> All right, we're gonna stay with some that. <laughs> people, some people have um, some people have told me that I was a, a tenor. Mm-hmm. Some people have told me that I I have contralto tendencies. Um, that's if you're if you're classifying it by by notes and by range. Right. Um, but I'm I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm not really sure what the hell I am. <laughs> I just I'm just I'm just a singer. That's all. Yeah, you're an artist and a singer, and uh, you took this. Yeah, we're all, and, we're all but. We're yeah. we're all a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> well, tell tell us a little bit about your background. Where are you coming from? Were you musically trained? I wasn't. I wasn't trained. Um, it's funny because I I took voice for this is when I was like in middle school. I took voice, but everybody wanted me to sing classical music and opera and shit like that. And when I say shit like that, I don't mean shit like that. I love, I love all that stuff, but it just, um, it wasn't, wasn't for me. I was, I was, 
I remember when I went to college, um, I did one semester as a as a mu- musical theater major, and it it just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And um, we would have to bring pieces in every week to sing in class because it was like a four hour class. That was I think it was twice a week, once a week. But everybody would bring in like. Italian armies, and, uh, Broadway selections, and I would bring in Patti LaBelle. So <laughs> the, the the woman that ran the class, we did not get along. She didn't appreciate that. <laughs> I would have. That's fabulous. <laughs> she wasn't. Um, she was. She wasn't stealing me, and that's fine. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion, but I, I've always been on the weird side of the spectrum um well maybe it was the patty labelle song which one did you bring was it lady mambalad i i brought in um on my own oh well that's a beautiful song Mm -hmm. you should do a dance version of that one (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i could touch patty there's just just some people you should leave alone (laughs) but um but yeah i mean i've always i've always I grew up in Pittsburgh. Um, it was weird because I I would go and I'd play a rave and sing house music with DJ friends of mine on a Friday night, and then I would go sing with a blues band on Saturday night. So I've always had like a, a wide range of musical interests mm-hmm. but at the root the root of everything i've always loved i've always been attracted to dance music it's just i was raised on it and it's always it's always been like a like a constant presence soul music and dance music ever since i can remember so i try to i try to blend the two if you will Oh yes, that um, and yes, and would you say Tony was some was an influence growing up for you? Um, through- oh yeah, I was a fan. I was a, I was like a crazy fan before we ever met. I mean, I remember I remember having my mother um, take me to the mall so that I could buy his um, his remix of uh, Celine Dion. It's it's all coming back to me now. I re- I remember like falling in love with him when I heard that particular remix. And I was just, I was sold then. So I was a huge fan. The first time that we met was a little, I had to take a nerve pill before I went because I was so nervous. I was, um, I was putting out my third record with Junior Vasquez and um, Tony was commissioned to remix it. But like all the greats, like David Morales and it, Tony liked to record his own vocal. He didn't want to use like the acapella that every other remixer would get. Mm-hmm. He wanted he wanted his own. So I had to go to his um, his studio in Manhattan, and I was terrified because I was going to get to meet him finally, and then we were going to record so i was a 
fucking messed. <laughs> I can cuss, right? No, I'm, I'm sorry. We'll have to end this conversation. No, of course. <laughs> yes. Please. I, oh, I can? Or I can? Yes. Curse away. Feel okay, free. Sure. You're free on House of Pride Radio, I honey. <laughs> I, I was a fucking mess, right? So I go there and I'm terrified. And we meet, and it was like, it was, it, thinking back, it all happened so fast that I, I remember bits and pieces. But that one experience led to us becoming friends and he's always liked what I do so that kind of segued into us putting these last few records out and we're gonna we're finishing an album it's almost finished but awesome. um, it's, it's just it's what, been what, a it's, hmm? it's What's it's the always, name of your al- what's the name of the album? I'm him. so sorry. We're talking I'm we talking over titled, you. No, no, no. <laughs> we haven't titled it yet. I oh. I still kicking around names. It's like all the music's finished, yeah. but we don't have a title yet. Okay. So, well, I'm not sure. What's the working title? <laughs> Give me an exclusive. There isn't one. Oh, okay. <laughs> there isn't one. Maybe it should be called I'm in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, I have a, I have a, I have a few ideas. He's going to be here in New York next week, so we have like a, a big, we have a couple of um, studio sessions lined up and like a, a powwow session, so we can get through some of the non-musical issues that we have to. And, and a title is, is on the chopping block. So come next week, we'll have a title. All right, I'll, I'll call you in the middle of that, like. <laughs> you know that the meeting and just interrupt it and just 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 for that exclusive because I need it I need it uh, no uh, yeah. but, <laughs> but um hey uh, is it true that I'm in love with you is now number one for two consecutive weeks on Billboard Club no no oh, that okay. was a misread oh okay. what happens what happens is is that um the chart that's put out online happens <laughs> a, a week or so after people find out exactly what they are so last thursday we found out that we went to number one but that chart didn't post until this week yes so when people put it up online was like oh it's two weeks no it's not two weeks it's just one yeah just one Mm-hmm. Which but, is good enough for me oh maybe it's great I... somebody's laughing <laughs> somebody's laughing in the background who's there with you oh um my my co-host is late miss raza italiana Come, is it my pronouncing your last name oh, correct? Work. Come on in, Raza. You're here now. Uh, we're speaking. Yeah, just come on, girl. <laughs> come on it's in, fun. girl. Uh, get you don't gotta get over there at me. that microphone. We're speaking to Jason Walker, who has the number one club hey. song in the country. Awesome. Say, say hi. Hi. How are you? How are you, honey? Fantastic. How are you? I'm lovely. Thank you. Oh, she's trying to catch up. You know, she's late. Yes, I'm catching up. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, That's all right. But it she, happens. She's Where fat. are you in California? Uh, San Francisco. Come on. So now that you're... You're, you're in San Fran. Yeah, when are you coming out? Are, do you have some gigs coming coming up? Are you touring? I. You know what? I have never played in San Francisco. Oh. Producers, are you listening to this? Come on. Let's get it together. Let's make some connections. I've, I've never... Yeah. I've played... All over the place, but San Francisco, oddly enough, is one of the cities that I've not been in, which is really weird if you think about it. 
it is and it isn't if you've lived here long enough you you <laughs> <laughs> you'd understand yeah you'd understand right am i right yes, rosa that's yeah. exactly right yeah. okay <laughs> but doesn't tony spend some time in la he does he does so have you gone to um what's that great club down there that you you can perform at oh i can't think of it now damn it uh but there's certainly clubs the in the viper room yeah, the, the, let's say no, not room. not the not the oh hell, fuck, where was it? I played in LA in November with um, DJ Ray Rhodes, mm-hmm. and God, I can't remember. It's where Diana Ross performed when she had her recent number one hit. Oh no, no you're thinking of um, the Abbey. The Abbey, yes. Yeah, I played. I played there. It's been a long time. I played at Tiger Heat. Ooh, Tiger Heat, ah, which that. is um, downtown, mm-hmm. or it's on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's on Hollywood Boulevard. Of course, it's um, like a block from the W. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the club, but I'll tell you what, it was a fucking fierce night. Let me tell you, <laughs> like the place was the place was on fire. It, it, it's it's a it's like a live music venue. So okay. there, they have all the all the trimmings. They got dressing rooms with doors on them, and oh, with doors, not just a, not just a shit. curtain oh, with yeah. like a shower curtain no, without. It's, it's, yeah. it's not a utility <laughs> closet. So, <laughs> but it was really it was kick ass. I mean, the the crowd was great, and did like, they, they came to party. Did they shower you with love, Jason? They did awesome they did mm-hmm. it was it was lovely and the dj was great his name's um ray Rhodes. he plays there he brought me out it was super safe all right shout but out i have Mr. not ray been Rhodes. i have not been to see well uh hey i you know putting it out there into the cosmos so hopefully somebody somebody who's listening yeah y'all need to bring me out there so i can sing for you some club promoters and club owners you you're hearing it jason has a number one song in the country he wants to come out to san francisco yeah and work it out with yeah. us mm-hmm. i love yeah. it well definitely keep us posted on that one uh so what about new york do you what's your next gig coming up do you have anything on on the Calendar? My next my next show here is um, with Anaya Day and Ooh. Mike Cruz at um, Jersey City Pride in it's next week. Oh, fabulous! Jersey next Saturday. Raza, wow. Jersey City Jersey is having City. a Pride. Yeah, a little after New York, of course, but it's just around the corner. Jersey City right Pride. Right across the water. Yeah, I used to live in Manhattan. <laughs> I remember looking at Jersey City. Looking at it. Where did you have a visit? <laughs> uh, on Christopher Street for a spell back in the Ooh, day. Oh, nice. Yeah. When it was when it was like gay. Oh, it's not anymore. What happened? <laughs> not, not really. It's it's funny. It's it's not um it's not like it used to be. That's what they're sad. Yeah, that's what they say about San Castro and San Francisco too, mm-hmm. actually. But um now that everything's so app oriented, Jason, if you know what I mean. Oh uh, yeah, there's like Starbucks oh, on every yes. corner and it can be anywhere in like, the world. Uh, can, yeah, you don't like, really um, it's like a virtual Creighton, virtual world now. Crate and barrel and you know <laughs> all that shit. There's no like there's no little boutiques, there's there there aren't any record stores. Nothing. Does Patty LaBelle know you're such a big fan? I don't know. I hope she does. Have you you have not crossed her. paths with her? Does she I've live never, she lives I've in New Jersey, honey? 
<laughs> yes, invited. I've to never met her. Um, I've seen her in concert a couple of times, but oh. um, I've, I've never. I'm kind of. I'm kind of afraid to meet celebrities. Honestly, if yeah. we're being honest. Well, you have a. You, you know, you have a God-given talent. I mean, we're not just making it up. You definitely have a voice. And, yeah, I appreciate uh, that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I, I, I know Sarah w. Dash. I, I, owe, I owe it all to her. <laughs> Do you, you know the group LaBelle, Patty, and Nona, and, and Sarah, right? Oh, yeah. I, I'm friends with yeah, Sarah. I'm going to hook Dash. you guys up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, she, she, she lives in Trenton, not too far. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll work it out. I'll see. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, Tweaker would do her little magic behind the scenes. Okay, honey. You do your little magic. You do your little magic. Are you a Christine W. fan? Yes, of course. Yes. That is, she, that is, that is my idol right there. That woman taught me how to sing. What was the name of her? She had two projects that recently, the one, they both went in the top 10. Uh, she did Stars. Yes. Her, is, is her latest record. And I think that was her 17th number one. Like, that's insane. Yes, I have that one. I've played that. That's right. That wasn't she, too long um, ago. She, she taught me how to sing. Her first album, Land of the Living, um, that was a came great song. To me a, oh, that whole. That whole that, that that album is a masterpiece. It really is. Yeah. It's just it's just a masterpiece. But like women like her and Anaya and Alternate. Oh yes. They like they're my biggest dance music influences. I can totally see that in the way you sing. Oh my god, your phrasing and when you hit the high notes. Like they're they they taught me they taught me everything. And it's weird because I don't I don't have I don't have a lot of friends in the business because just it's such a it's such a shady business and oh, it is? I, I feel like I'm like, oh yeah the oh. music business oh fuck what's an example yeah. what do you mean <laughs> oh lord it's just it, it's, people are just they're out to get you. And it's it's a little sad, but I don't have like a lot of a lot of singer friends. But Ultra and Anaya, they are like I I call them. They're they're my friends. Those are my girls. You know, when I got a problem or I have a question, I can always call them, and they're always they're always there. Are they in and New York City? with you anaya is mm -hmm. ultras in baltimore baltimore okay what about martha yeah. wash i thought she was in new york city i think she i she, i think she's in jersey or long island one of the two. Oh, i think you're I right only, i think long, it's long island her. yeah yes yeah, long island um i've only met her once she was really nice yeah i met her once too but i get like i said i, I get like i get nervous around celebrities especially people that i really really like because i'm afraid to meet them because if i meet them and they're not nice that just that'll ruin everything so i'm always i'm i'm almost like i don't know if i want to actively seek out meeting people that i love because all it'll take is just for somebody to to be mean or 
just to to shatter my fantasy of what they're like. Yes. And then that's that'll just that'll fucking suck. That will that would suck, wouldn't it, Sakuraza? I think it would suck. <laughs> oh. Maybe. Well, there's probably a, a way around it. There's probably but, a way around yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't worry too much, Jason. No. Yeah, I, think I mean, you I'm not. Them. I'm not saying like I'm not saying that I'm a hermit or anything. But <laughs> I'm just, you know. Well, now we want to know what you who, like. Who do you hang out with? Like, do you hang out with like tennis players or tennis? <laughs> Honestly, I have the same group of friends that I've had for a long time, and we're all house heads. We all love dance music. We go to the same parties we love to listen to the same music so there's a there's a group of us that that goes out and they're just they're fucking great people oh but, right oh yeah it's, and, and I'll tell are you they that, from your high school thing, no College? no 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 I met them when I moved to New York so what is but, the uh, what's the scene now in uh, so you're in Brooklyn when you guys go out where, where would be and what would be an example well, of a good you night know, out? Uh, New York City is it's it's not what it was. Okay. Let's just put it that way. But Brooklyn, however, <laughs> Brooklyn is fucking amazing. All right, Brooklyn in the, the house. Clubs, the clubs here are, are so great. It's like everything from Manhattan moved here. So what, I can't, what, I don't have, what enough, part of Brooklyn? I don't have enough good things to say. I live in Williamsburg. Oh my God. I used to live in Williamsburg on North 11th Street back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah. North 11th and what? Uh, what's that main road where the, there used to be? El, Bedford? Yes. And the Bedford. El yep. Cafe was there. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, uh, God, that's when there was still like um, all those like burnt out cement shells of buildings. Now it's all built up, I think. Oh, not now. Yeah. Not now, child. It's all built up. <laughs> <laughs> well, give a shout out to one of your favorite clubs. What, what would be, if anyone's visiting Williamsburg, where should we go at night? Oh, you should go to Output. Output. All right. Output. You I like Bizarre Bushwick. Output. Yes. Output's amazing. All right. Shout out to Output. Now, what does it oh, feel like yeah. walking into Output or another venue and then hearing your song that you did with Tony Moran? <laughs> like, like surreal. It, it still is. I remember the first time I heard a song of mine. It was actually when Junior Vasquez still had his radio show here in New York. And we had just done our first record together and I hadn't heard it in the club but I always tuned in to KTU to listen on um, I think it was Friday or Saturday night and there it was in all its glory and I'll never forget it because it, it still feels the same whenever you hear your own, your own track and you're out with people like, I'll get messages from people that, oh, they're playing your song here, or they're playing your song in some, some bar in Palm Springs or somewhere in Florida. It's, 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 it's great. It really is. It's great. Awesome. And you must be hearing it a lot now. It's the number one song in the country. Uh, yes, which is fabulous. Are you friends with Mr. Shaw? 
Ryan Shaw? No. <laughs> Bobby Shaw? Yes. <laughs> Do you know Bobby? Just virtually, I, I know him. I thought he's promoting the project. We're not supposed to talk about the promoters too much, so quickly just put it out there. Are you guys friends? Okay, well, I love Bobby Shaw. He's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now there's a guy who loves to mingle with folks in the business and has such a successful career. When I, I think of Bobby Shaw, it's, like it's very inspirational to me because he really brings things together. And, and Do you know that... Um, that uh, Seymour Stein mentioned him in his book that just came out? No, I did not. Uh, it... You know who Seymour Stein is, yes? No, I'm not sure. Refresh my memory. Seymour Stein was, um, I want to say he was in charge or the owner of um, Sire Records. He uh -huh. signed the Donald. Oh, gotcha, yes. So yes, in, yes. His, in, in, in his um, autobiography that he just... Uh, that came out a couple of months ago. He mentioned Bobby by name and was like, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but Bobby was instrumental in breaking Madonna in the dance clubs when she first started, which I thought was really cool because he, you know, I'm sure that as an executive, you meet so many people, have so many people work for you and, I'm sure that some of them can't even remember who any of them were, but for him to remember and put that in the book, I think that's awesome. Absolutely. So congratulations, Bobby. Now, yeah, and then with you, Jason, um, in addition to, of course, Tony and Junior, who were some of the folks that, you know, um, influenced you or opened up a door for you in the beginning? Um, honestly, I owe everything to Junior. Okay. Because he, he was the one who, like, I moved to New York in 2002, and I wanted, I, I came here with the sole purpose of wanting to do dance music. And he's one of the people that I thought I'd never in a million years get a chance to work with. Because I was, like, just like with Tony, I was a crazy fan before he and I had ever met but he was the one who really opened every door for me well how did you guys and meet uh, what was what was the circumstances we met um, my best friend who we moved here together um, she worked at a karaoke bar in the East Village, and I want to say that the place is still there. It's called Planet Rose. She was a singing bartender, and there was um, a girl that she worked with who was a songwriter, and they became friends, and she met me because I'd always come in and see my girl. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, you know, I I have these I have these couple of songs. The girl's name was Amanda C. All right. She said I have these couple of songs, and um, I I know some people who who work with Junior. So through the process of recording these songs, the song that I recorded as hers was called My Life, and that made it somehow." to Junior's ears, and that's what 
started everything. That's how we met. And then he signed me and we made a bunch of records and a couple of albums and went all over the place. So, but I, I owe everything to him. Amazing how, how those connections can be made just like that. Folks listening, especially young folks out there who are interested in, you know, pursuing a career as a, a, a diva, like, uh, like Raza here <laughs> and uh, music, you know <laughs> artists and talent such as Jason and Tony and Junior go for it folks go for it you never know who you're going to meet and how that connection is going to be made right. what an inspirational That's story right. wow I love it um, so Jason where can folks follow you today what's the best place I'm on Facebook um I have a couple of pages. Um, I'm on Twitter. My handle's Diva Jason Walker. I know that's funny, right? <laughs> and I'm on Instagram. Um, it's the Jason Walker. It's just Google me online, honey. You'll find me. We will, folks. Google Jason Walker, but do more than that. Go to iTunes, like I just did a few minutes ago, and download one of many yes. fabulous remixes. By the record, there's 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 like 21 remixes of of the new song and i'm sure that there's a mix for everybody yes there's a mix for everyone uh, we talked to tony uh two weeks ago and he was telling us about mm -hmm. all of that mm -hmm. and you know rosabelle's on there all these fabulous oh, producers I wanted, to, I wanted them to to touch me with their greatness for a long time because i i'm a huge fan of both of them mm-hmm but there were some really there were some really great people. Moto Blanco did a really beautiful mix. Um, Rob Watson, DJ Strobe, Mike Cruz. There's there's really good people. Yes. So everyone go to iTunes like I did and download the whole project or your favorite project. Support Jason Walker's fabulous song now at number one on Billboard Club Chart entitled I'm in love with you Tony Moran featuring Jason Walker it's the real deal folks uh, so Jason we're gonna go out again with um, I think this is Tony Moran version the main mix I'm in love with you and I want to say on behalf wonderful of, yeah I want to say on behalf of House of Pride and Raza my co-host today mm -hmm. thank you so much for joining thank us you. and we hope that we can can you know have you back uh, in in the future Honey, I'm just a phone call away. <laughs> all right, all right. We'd love to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> well, you have a great you evening guys have over a there. Good night. All right. Good night, Thank everyone. Say so good night to Jason Walker. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Folks, we'll be right back. We want to catch up with Raza before the show ends. She was in Mexico working it out over there. Work. <laughs> but first, a little more of I'm in love with you, Jason Walker. Tony Moran featuring Jason Walker.
I make housing a priority, a housing... Right, all right, folks, we are back. House of Pride Radio. Listening to that fabulous song, I'm In Love With You, by Tony Moran featuring Jason Walker. That was a great uh, interview with Jason Walker. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Jason Walker is very inspirational. He is, and he, he has a great voice. I like the sound of mm-hmm. his voice. He seems like a really nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. What a, what a good show we had. You missed uh, you because you were late. We, we, you missed the <laughs> Kim Sims interview from Atlanta, Georgia. She's working on hot new music, folks. That was Kim Sims earlier. We played some Kim Sims music, and then we segued into this interview here with Jason Walker, number one song in the country on Billboard Club. But now it's all about you, Rosa. It's all about me. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you are here back for a couple of days in San Francisco. You've been residing in, in Mexico doing what? I was in Mexico uh, doing a show for a couple months at the La Perla Cabaret. It's uh, a drag show, um, and it's Mexican-influenced. So we have uh, Selena and um, also Latino-influenced <laughs> Shakira from Colombia. So we got drag queens coming out and doing these kind of numbers. Some things just never change for you, do they? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. The audiences were super amazing. Yeah. They were jumping out of their seats. They just loved every every bit of it. The energy was fa- fantastic. Oh, great. Amazing, yes. And so now here you're back in San Francisco performing? Yeah, I've been here performing for the last probably 10 days. I had a show almost every weekend. And uh, it's been fantastic to come back and um, enjoy the, the artistic community here or what's left of it. It's still here, folks. It's still here. Yes, the dynamics of San Francisco are forever, for and not forever, ever twisting and shaping in different directions. Yes, definitely. Some for the good, some for the bad. Yeah. Your thoughts? My thoughts? I think it's really interesting. And uh, somebody told me once that San Francisco has a tendency to have that kind of, you know... Twist and turn. Twists and turns kind of lifestyle. It started out... Well, we know that we had... Um, it was Mexico at one point. And then people came over and... A lot of them came for the gold rush. And the gold rush was a boom and bust kind of lifestyle. And now we could see it continuing to happen with different oh, industries. That's a good, really good analogy. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a boom and bust. I guess we're in a boom for some people right now. For some people. Mm-hmm. Or in a bust for others. <laughs> in a sense, if you were like, uh, it's like another gold rush. Yes. Me- metaphorically it, speaking. It is. It is like a gold rush. I mean, the, the skyline of the city has changed tremendously since what I've seen it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Salesforce towers and... Yes, uh, hanging gardens of Frisco. 
Mm-hmm. Hanging gardens of Frisco and crooked buildings yes. falling over and all kinds of wild yes. stuff. Yeah. All we need is another great quake. <laughs> oh, boy. Make the quake. <laughs> yes. That's right. Speaking of. Speaking of your song yeah. from a, a few months ago, Make the Quake. Make the Quake. Will you be making more music? I Yes, I'm planning on it. I'm hoping to do something more uplifting bringing our community back together. Um, I have some ideas around that. Oh, For good. sure. So how much longer are you here in town for? Well, I'm flying out tomorrow morning. I'm going to go to Mexico City for a week, spend some time with some family, and come right back. And I'm going to do a show in Vallejo called Womanopoly on the 30th of August. And then perhaps also participate in the Fillmore Salsa Festival oh. that weekend as well. Next weekend, actually. Next weekend? Mm-hmm, August 31st. So you're just going to Mexico for a couple of days? Yeah, visit family and, you know, enjoy the weather. The weather is always nice there. Oh my God, I miss the warmth. It must be mm-hmm. nice and warm there. Oh, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get on the plane. I'm not bringing coats, hats, or nothing. And, just get off the plane and enjoy the hot. What town are you uh, staying in? I'm going to Mexico City. Oh. Ciudad de Mexico. Mm. Yeah. I see you've learned some Spanish as well. I have. You have to. Nobody speaks English in the city. So say something pertaining to, um, <laughs> to House of Pride Radio. <laughs> House of Pride Radio. Okay. Um, <laughs> say something nice. <laughs> say something nice. Okay. I well, hate to put you on the spot. You also. know. Okay. Well, let's think. Uh, House of Pride. The radio de House of Pride is increíble. It's muy, muy fantástico. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's easy. It sounds like it's English. Facile. It is. <laughs> Muy facil. Muy facil. <laughs> facil. <laughs> easy, easy. All right. Well, um, thank you for. You're going where tonight? Tonight, I'm I'm going to the White Horse. They have a show called Rebel Kings. Is it a drag show? It's a drag king show. Oh. Ooh. I think there's drag queens in it too, but mostly drag kings. Who's the uh, who should let's shout out the host for that one? The host is Vera. Woo-hoo. All right, Miss Vera. Yeah. Folks looking for something to do over there. Is it in Oakland, right? It's in Oakland, the White House, the wi- Horse White in Oakland. Horse, one mm-hmm. of the, I think it's the oldest gay venue, LGBTQ venue in Oakland, maybe. I think so. I think so. It's historical. It's been there forever. The mm-hmm. White Horse. Uh, go see Raza. This is her last night in town for yeah. a few nights. Come on out. And she's flying out of here. Send me off with some good spirits. <laughs> and tip money. And tip money so I can, yes, enjoy my, my time. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, um, thank you for stopping by. I, I was looking for your song, Make the Quake, but I can't find it for some reason. It's crazy. Make but the I, quake. Maybe, maybe this is a rough version of it. Okay. okay. But you can find the whole song by Raza on iTunes. Yes, on iTunes, for sure. And where can folks follow you? You can follow me on Facebook, RazaVitalia.com. is my website. You can look look me up all over the website, all over the internet. So. All right, Miss Raza. Let's hear it for Raza. And Tweeka Turner. <laughs> Folks, thank you for joining us here on House of Pride Radio. After this, I'm going to play a podcast from two weeks ago with Tony Moran, where he speaks more in depth about I'm in love with you, his collaboration with Jason Walker. So don't go anywhere. More House of Pride Radio just for you. Make the quake, make the
to make songs that maybe will connect with other people living in different musical genres. Did you get to talk to Dolly Parton after that project? No, that was just giving an example. I would give anything to meet Dolly Parton. Me too, Tony. Yeah. If you get a, if you get an in, invite me. She's fabulous. I'll invite you. Oh, thank you. Listen, let's quickly be. Don't don't go. I want to quickly sample off of iTunes, folks. This is where I recommend you go, or any other distribution sites. Let's check out one of the the mixes that you have here to offer the Moto Blanco that you just said is fabulous. Let's check it out, Tony. Don't go any. Anywhere. Let's do it. All right. I'm in love with you. Hey, uh, iTunes gave you a long preview on that one. That's awesome. That's a great mix. Yes, it is. Thank you. I, we have a surprise for you. Uh, Mr. Leo Frappier just walked into the control room. Hello. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay, I, I love you guys. I just happened to mention you both. Um, awesome. Thank you. I'm so uh, well, thank you. I mean, you guys are lucky enough to get the physical invite. I'm still only getting phone invites from Tweeka. <laughs> Come on up anytime. We'll do a whole thing on, on your career. It, it definitely is enough awesome, to last honey. two hours. Awesome. I'm there. All right. Awesome. Uh, we're going to work there. it out. Let's have lunch. <laughs> yes. A, a work it out brunch. I love it. We're definitely going to do that. So that was the energy in that mix. Uh, that was the Moto Blanca one. That was fabulous. You're right. The, the energy there really is uplifting. And if you listen to the Dirty Disco Mix, which I think is really great, they find like some place in between, like it being late night and it being early night where the, where the energy is just so easy to latch onto. And then they really grab onto a melody. And what I really um, appreciate about how they remix is that they, they put down a solid level, a solid level of instrumentation and arranging without having to overly mess with the song to try to impress it. If they like the song, they just put that musical bed that is part of their signature to enhance it and to also extend its reach to other audiences. Um, and I love that about remixes, I just really do. 
Absolutely. I'm going to find that. It might be on the volume one. And Mark DeLying from Dirty Disco is actually calling in at 7.30 tonight. Uh, and we're going to uh, talk to him as well. So what a great show to have. Like yes. such three legendary producer DJs it's on. producer night. Producer <laughs> night. Talking about their new projects. And that, and that work together as well. So we're also working together. It's one awesome. big family, folks. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to... Now, where's your mix? Is it on volume one or volume two? Looking for it right now, Tony. As you, you're talking about my, I think that my mix is on volume one. It's with myself and Deep Influence. Um, by chance, this song was one of those things that I had written. And then, as it was there's still a production in process, I started reaching out to people to listen to it. Um, two, which is a remix pair that uh, just currently have a number one song out for one of their remixes uh, for U2. And um, I love their kind of like EDM, yet very rhythmic style of electronic music. And, and when I heard their music and music uh, arrangement, I was like, Jason, I want you to sing over this, the same song, but over this energy. And their names are Victor and Denaire like D-I-N-A-I-R-E. Mm -hmm. And you will see them uh, on many remixes out now that, you know, they're, again, it's like club meets EDM meets radio. Uh, you know, I get to meet all of these really interesting people, whether it's people that are doing French house or people that are doing, uh, you know, uh, different kinds of, uh, of electronic dance music. You know, it, as, as a record label, I kind of constantly become re-educated you know, because the music, I don't have to force myself to listen to it. People are sending it to me. I'm working with them. They're working with me or they're just letting me check out their new work. So I'm, I'm re-inspired all the time by what people connect to. Um, awesome. Isn't that the way it works, Leo? That's true. That's true. Exactly. You're, it's, nothing's more fun than getting a, a remix in your inbox. It's just fantastic. <laughs> Inspirational. Yep. Um, well, once again, just to reiterate, folks, I'm in love with you. It's the new hot ticket in town from the Tony Moran uh, label. It's on your label, Tony? Mr. Tanman Music and it's Tony Moran featuring Jason Walker. I'm in love with you, volumes one and two available now. Number five with the bullet on the Billboard Dance Club Play Songs chart. All which right. Is, uh, and right, right above Jason Walker is like Debbie Guetta, and Celine Dion, meaning that the song has that, and, and, and Jason's performance has created that much impact along with the remixes to be able to put it in that echelon where people are looking at it from that standpoint. Absolutely, absolutely. I think Diana Ross is in there too. Exactly. Yes. She's always been in there. <laughs> right, P perpetual Diana Ross on the, in the top five. He's never coming out. He's <laughs> never coming out. Um, well, tell Jason we said hello here at House of Pride. I'd love to uh, talk to him sometime if he's ever available. Send him our way. It would be a total delight. Uh, and it's been. Well, I will make that direct connection. Oh, thanks, Tony. God, it's so great reconnecting with you. It's been a pretty minute. I'm so glad that you're doing all these fabulous things. I love this song. It's in my personal top ten for sure. Um, we're gonna go out with your remix. I'm in love with you. Uh, it's Tony Moran and Deep Influence Big Mix. Cool with you, Tony? Yep. Give it up.
Get ready. Hold on to your seats. I'm, <laughs> I'm, you. I'm going to put my seatbelt on. All right, everyone. Let's have a nice round of applause. Tony Moran. Yay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rika. I love you. Thank you, guys. Love Take you, care. too, honey. Big kisses. background and we're gonna see we're gonna see what happens god i'm gonna love this already yeah it's gonna be a good one (laughs) is it going it should be going it should be we should be hearing it and i do oh can you put four up yep there we go here we'll start it over okay here we go here we go these are is unattractive, both inside and out. What? I fully- 
fully understand why her former husband left her for a man. What? For a man? For a man? For a man? For a man? Arlington Huffington is unattractive. Inside and out, I fully understand why her former husband left her for a man. He made a good decision. Making good decisions. 45, making good decisions. 45, 45 are you still alive? Making good decisions. Meryl Streep, one of the most overrated actresses in Hollywood. What? Doesn't know me but attacked last night at the Golden Globes. Uh-uh. She's a Hillary flunky who lost big. She's a Hillary flunky, flunky. who lost big what? for the hundredth time. I never mocked a disabled reporter. Dishonest media. Oh, it's fake news. Fake news. We made a good decision. Did we make a good decision? I said no. I didn't make a good decision. What if I So good decision. What if I Can you imagine what outcry would be if Snoop Dogg's failing career and all had aimed and fired a gun at President Obama? How? Jail time. Jail time. Jail time. Negroes. Jail time. Jail time. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Any negative polls are just fake news. Just like CNN, ABC, embassy polls in the election. Sorry, people want border security and extreme vetting. Turn my mic down. Yeah. Want border security. And veterans rule Just must more dishonest media. Just more very dishonest media. Fake news. I will build a great wall. I will build a great wall. Whoa. And nobody builds walls better than me. I said nobody I builds walls better, better than, than me. me. Believe me. Believe that. I will build a great wall. A great wall. And no one builds walls better than me. And I'll build them very inexpensively. I will build a great wall. A great wall. Big great wall. Not China. And nobody builds walls better than me. Definitely not China, you see. I will build a great wall. A great wall. Believe me, and I'll build them very inexpensively. China. And I will make Mexico pay for that wall. Oh, Mexico gonna pay. Nah, not today. Mark my words. Uh, not today. Mark my not words. <laughs> this, no. is, this is my favorite quote. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending the best. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. Rape? What? No. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending the best. They're rapists. And they're criminals, like the over office. And some, I assume, are good people. There we go. Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah, that's what it's about today. Female body inspectors. Actually, that is, it's I guess, real. I guess that it's real. It's actually FBI. Very real. Yeah, it's FBI, female body inspectors. Oh. And uh, it's going to, we're going to, we're going to try it. We're going to see what happens here. We're going to make some magic, yo. FBI magic. Oh. Tansu. Sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom prison and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps rolling on down to San Antonio. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man. 